Look, career decisions can be important endeavors. You gotta take your time, not jump whenever the weather feels a little better. Priorities over pleasure. But there's nothing wrong with incorporating some leisure and other measures so you're not hopelessly tethered to something like a meaningless pursuit. It ain't gotta be necessarily cute, but you want something that grabs you by the roots, right? A love quest so when your thoughts is black, an employer you can enjoy and look forward to that. Kinda like how I look forward to rap, something cool, and you ain't gotta go back to school. Set your own hours, powers and agilities, takes advantage of all of your natural abilities. Something like your dream occupation, a clean obligation, and a steamed operation. Read, fellas. Read, fellas, up in a hizzy. What's up, everybody? I'm Jordan Reed. This is Morgan Reed. We got Morgan. I'm not sleeping. I'm just distracted, Reed. (laughs) And we got Jamal. (laughs) Nanny McPhee ain't got shit on me, Reed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right, so... uh, (laughs) You're so so mean for bringing that up. Why? Because... We got in a big fight about it. What, Nanny McPhee? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Oh shit, Fuck man. Yeah. Okay, so the I, I apologies um, in advance if the sound on here is going to be too loud or too whatever. I just got a new thing to boost. Sound. I got to talk about the sound. I know. Ooh, new thing to boost the sound, uh, so it might be fucking way too loud. Um, or it might be fine. I don't know. Um, last week, but there you was, know, crank that shit up and enjoy. Last week there was a big s- <laughs> snafu. Snafu? Yeah. <laughs> There's a big sure. snafu with the sound. Was um, there? But hopefully no one noticed because I I went to town on on the I didn't notice on the effect to to edit it, and I actually have some samples that I'll play in in a minute here of the before and after oh i'm excited like this is what it sounded like before and then this is what i did to it so that everyone can really understand your your primary really just to to show everyone yes like how impressive what i did was yeah um Mm -hmm. because i'm pretty impressed with myself because you really probably wouldn't have noticed that there was a big snafu unless i would have showed you Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna look up snafu real quick online s-n-a-f-f-u s-n-a two f's huh is it? Oh, it's probably not two Fs. The first result is an urban dictionary result. No, I don't actually know. I feel like it's one <laughs> F because of the definition. Okay, the definition of snafu, <laughs> usually used by white boys trying to act as <laughs> cool as possible. Snafu. <laughs> that's the ur- That's the two that's Fs. Funny. That's what's up. That's two Fs. Okay, so it's one F. Uh, is the actual spelling. Uh, shit. I gotta turn me down because I'm clipping. I feel like I'm too loud. It's funny because like we test it beforehand, but mm-hmm. when the when the when the energy yeah when the recording light goes red, we just start yelling really loud. But I'm just gonna back away from <laughs> yeah the mic. a confused or chaotic state, a mess. So that's exactly what the sound was last week. Um, it is only one F. Hmm. And let me see. If, fuck. Oh, it's in my email. It's an acronym. 
for get the fuck out of here. It, it used in the military. Situation normal colon all fucked up. Whoa. Snafu. Dang, we are dropping word knowledge already. Every podcast or word status knowledge. nominal all fucked up. Huh. Interesting. Military. Okay, so do you want to hear the bad yeah. clip or the good clip? Bad. Avi. Uh, okay, so here's how the sound sounded. If you were to get a subsystem in the Honda, what would you bump these days? I would not put a subsystem. I know you wouldn't, but it's fu- it's funny visual for the listener. What would I bump? Uh, probably Top Back by T.I. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so you hear that fucking annoying buzz? Yeah, holy shit. We just got the volume right it's at the end. Fu- it's funny visual for the listener. What would I bump? I mean, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. even Morgan yeah. notices, and she doesn't notice. I can't hear anything. And then, obvious afterward. If you were to get a <laughs> subsystem in the Honda, what would you bump these days? I would not put a subsystem. I know you wouldn't, but Excellent it's, it's funny work, visual for bow. the listener. That sounds what great. Bump? Uh, mm-hmm. Probably Top Back by T.I. <laughs> so while we're talking, because mm-hmm. you can't really cut it all out while we're talking. Yeah. You can sort of hear it if you're if you're listening. Yeah, for it. barely. I, I'm rather impressed. Thank you very much. So, how did you do it. that? Did you had how like what the fuck did you do? Secrets. Did you Okey-doke. have to go to all the quiet moments and like cut it out? No, no. I just had to find the right um, effect. I guess is what you would call it, and it was an effect that I could uh, play chunks of silence well not silence but the noise mm-hmm. itself without us talking over it and then like did some like modulation where it like took that sound like it's it's listening for that sound and then chopping it out of the audio mm-hmm. like those that's crazy those frequencies that sounds like yeah. a lot of work so i just found those frequencies by just playing that section and then subtracted those frequencies from the overall audio um some sound like surgical man yeah i'm giving myself too much credit. there's i found a a thing that uh, makes plug it in. kind of easy yeah <laughs> 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 just scientifically breaking down what it does um right. but yeah i mean when, when we got done recording and then i played it back and i was listening to it i was distraught oh <laughs> i was like no no mm. no <laughs> <laughs> Like it was just an unlistenable buzz, yeah, unmanageable buzz. It was pretty bad. Mm. Um, what was yeah. the cause of the buzz? Um, so again, just trying to find the right levels. I turned up the input on our thing because we were too quiet to Jamal, and then uh, I had turned on accidentally the phantom power, <laughs> which for I mean usually mm-hmm. it's fine, mm-hmm. but outputting like you can phantom power mics that don't need it and they're fine but the problem is is the phantom power is going into the mixer and it was putting that buzz in the mixer Mm. like feeding that power to the mixer which is weird because the Mm. mixer can output phantom power but i guess it can't take the input can't take a dick you know Mm. um but yeah anyways enough of that no one cares uh the opening song uh models backwards is the title of the song um, new Lupe uh, collaboration with Kaylin Ellis 
Kalen Ellis is just a beat maker who I found on Twitter a while ago. And then Lupe found him too, apparently. And they collabed and made this little EP called House. You can check it out now, um, where you listen to music, wherever. And uh, it's pretty dope. I always enjoy getting me some That's new Lou. Um, Kalen Ellis, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled exactly the same. Exactly the same. We knew a Kalen L- Ellis in college. Still kind of know. I mean, he when we were in Italy for our honeymoon, he uh, IG DM'd me. He, he slid into my DMs because he was in Uh-oh. Croatia or something. And he's like, "We yo, where you at, homie?" Oh yeah, we just had a, a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah, or I don't remember. <laughs> We're both he, out of the country. I don't remember. Let's where go. He let's was. hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a fucking? I think that was a fucking curb your enthusiasm thing, where he's like out of town. He's at a hotel, and he bumps into someone who's also who lives in New York, usually. And he's like, let's have lunch. And he's like, I don't want to do that, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so we, we don't have we we never have lunch while we're in New York. Why would we have lunch now? <laughs> yeah, new locations. But yeah, we went to I went to high school and college with with Kalen. Uh, Jordan knows him from college. He, yeah, yeah, engineering school, UAA. Tall boy. <laughs> <laughs> Very white. The one that <laughs> Lupe collaborates with is very black. Oh. It just goes they to both show. They make beats. Um, Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I mean, I haven't spoken with Kaylin Ellis from college. In I a while. would be shocked. He might be DJing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, Doubt it. But yeah, I guess probably. Do you think he had the same issue as Ujamal growing up? With that black name, Kalen. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Especially since the the beat maker is so fucking popular. I've just never heard that name before. Like, I don't think, especially spelled that way. Like, like maybe I've heard of a girl, Kalen, or something that's like K-A-Y or something. But mm-hmm. the fact that I've never heard the name Kalen twice and then the only other time i hear it is the exact same first and last name is pretty remarkable right yeah. i feel like i've heard it's worth it. a remark hannah laird knows kaylin ellis she'll she'll know yeah she'll be wow and now she'll have to listen to house EP. she ran into him at rei recently oh that's exactly where he would be yes <laughs> always in a patagonia check. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, what's going on in the world? What's going on in the world? There's COVID. Everyone knows this. We went shopping just sure. now. We just yeah, we just oh. went walking and we went to a fucking kitchenware store that's closing it's down. Every all the stores near us that we moved near to be near shops are closing down. Closing for good. It's just the one oh. shop that we went to. But just the one and Yankee Candle is gone. But they've been gone. I know that was before COVID. But speaking of COVID. Um, Colorado has required masks. I think that's in indoor a, spaces, like a U.S. Situation. Yeah, I don't know, but I just know specifically Colorado. <laughs> maybe other places probably doing it too. Mm. Um, mandatory, mandatory, mm-hmm. and uh, we finally decided to splurge. We, I finally, uh, w- um, what's the word? Came. I don't know what uh, you're trying to say. Ponied up, um, settled. I don't know what you're gonna say next, so I don't know what. What's the word for like, <laughs> like you're in debt? 
and then you finally like you finally um zero up (laughs) (laughs) you go clear you're going i'm finally going clear on morgan's birthday (laughs) gifts oh yeah (laughs) ponied up is a good is a good finally but that's not what i'm looking for anyways it doesn't matter we went to a restaurant garden grace probably the nicest restaurant in denver I don't know. About I don't that. know about that, but Ooh. I mean, let's just say it is. That's a that's an extreme uh, statement. There are lots of fancy restaurants in Denver, right? But here, I mean, these are like you're not getting out of there for less than nine thousand dollars. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Um, and we shared a lot of food. Oh yeah, we stuffed we stuffed to the guff. Let me just say, so mass required inside, right? But you can't eat with mm-hmm. masks on. So you just basically have to wear a mask to walk to your table. And I am fucking, mm-hmm. I'm totally down. Obviously, a restaurant is probably the most dangerous place you can be <laughs> when it comes yeah, to like spreading the virus. So I'm not saying everyone to go out and do this, but it's pretty fucking fun to eat and have everyone away from you. Like, yeah. th- like yeah. I can talk as loud as I want. There's no like that fucking weirdness of strangers sitting right next to you and like, oh, okay, let's try mm-hmm. and talk across the table to each other without pretending like these people are listening to everything worse saying and we're listening to everything fulfilling my obligation I, I was trying to it was uh think of a word that's more betting related i guess it's like i know what it is and it's now it's bothering me but keep going uh, breaking like, uh, even no it's more detrimental to me is the word i'm like i've mm. been a scumbag but i finally paid oh, my dues um, paid my payment dues you've finally. uh you've Cleaned the queen's sneakers. <laughs> Clean the queen's beans. Um, <laughs> the queen's got a daddy. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I remembered that. Oh, why? <laughs> we were just—I just like looking at HBO movies that have just released. And Motherless Brooklyn was <laughs> was uh-huh. on there yesterday. And then I think I think it might have even been today, but. Uh- I was just like, I'm going to make a sequel to that movie, Motherless Brooklyn, and I'm going to call it, uh, what was it? Queen's Got a Daddy. Queen's Got a Daddy. <laughs> no, but Queen's Got a Daddy. Yeah. 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 Motherless Brooklyn, but Queen's Got a Daddy. <laughs> uh, okay. You say, so, did you say Motherless Brooklyn's on what, HBO? Yeah, it's on HBO. Fuck yeah. I, got, I, saw, I need to see it, though. Oh, yeah. We've seen it. Peep. It's Peep good. It. So we went to Garden Grace, and it was fun, and we enjoyed it, and it was expensive, and I ordered whatever I wanted. I I immediately started running the show. I like to I like to pre absorb the menu in advance, and uh, and I go in with a with a game plan, you know. Yeah, which is bad to go in. I know with a game plan because the whole idea of going to a fancy restaurant is to take your time, peruse. But it's still we were there for two hours. Oh yeah, we were there for a long time, and um, <laughs> we still had to do a lot of discussing because I was trying to get you involved in the decision making, which is always difficult. Well, basically, what I was trying to do was be like, yeah, like whatever your inkling is, like just start naming shit. I got you. I got you. Okay. Like, cause I'll eat anything. I'm sure all everything on the menu is fine. So just <laughs> pick pick it. Sure. And then, cause I don't want to end up with something because even i mentioned something that i was like how about this beef option and you're like i don't want beef i didn't so, want beef tartare yeah i just didn't 
So I was like, and that's my go-to usually is like, what is a beef tartar? Rare. Or tuna. It, it, I mean, it's oh, raw. It's rare. It's, okay. It's not rare. It is raw. It's raw beef. It was, was it beef tartar? Why the fuck or was it would a, you want It was that? beef tartar because I wanted um, the Wagyu, the bone marrow toasts, and you uh-huh. were not down with that option. It was the only thing you weren't down with. Yeah. And you were like, how yeah. about the beef tartar? Those would probably be pretty good, though. And I was like, you know, I've never been... I'm an adventurous eater, not into, mm-hmm. I'm really just not into raw beef. Well, yeah, I've, 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 I was going to say, like, people who like their steaks, like, really raw. I, don't, I honestly don't get the, I mean, I've had them rare, and I don't hate it or anything, but I don't see why someone would prefer it that way. Oh, I like a rare steak. I've never, I've never understood that idea. A rare steak? What? I like, a, I mean, a mead rare is the best. Yeah, so because it's, it's juicier, like what? What is the what is the draw? It tastes, I don't, it tastes way, way better. better. It doesn't taste like hamburger. If yeah. you cook it, if you mm. make it well done or whatever, now you're eating hamburger meat. Mm-hmm. You've ruined the steak. You've, you have ruined it. I feel like you haven't had a great steak. Is is what I'm hearing right now? Because I was the same way for a while before I had a great steak. Well, I don't get my steaks like well done. I do get them like medium rare. Is how I usually get them. Oh, medium. But rare, I only order yeah, them that that's way. Ideal. Well, that's that's what I do, but I, that's what I'm saying is I've always had it that way. But people will get them like rare, rare, whatever. Like I just blue. don't understand what. When yeah, I worked at Sullivan's, blue. people would. But, people, but I guess I yeah, swear my, to God they would order I, them blue. I was like, all right. Yeah, like I I don't understand. You just go to Costco and eat it right because off the I've only had it that one sort of way. That the variants, I never would felt the need to go one way or the other. I guess. Yeah, medium rare is the gold standard, I'd say. It is. I was taught okay. that from a very early age, and I feel like I used to be yeah. a bit pretentious about it. And when I met Jordan, I was like, I'm pretty sure we were going to eat with my dad or something. So there was some situation in which steak was involved, and I was like, you have to order medium rare. Like, he will, he will judge you super hard if you order medium well it's all about what what other people think of you well i know i was a child (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i was very still very nervous about my impression and my dad makes me nervous right i mean it's funny because i would have probably ordered that anyway i know sometimes i get tripped up like i don't know like something about the being like how do you want to cook and i get so nervous that i'm going (laughs) to say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. yeah then I'm like, is yeah, it medium? Yeah, like, yeah. I second guess. Like, is it medium right. rare that I... Which is why I usually order for the both of us, which I am fine with. I mean, you don't order for the both of us as in, like, I never look at the menu and I'm like, like a like dainty check. dance. <laughs> like a demure woman. Yeah. Uh, She'll have the salad <laughs> with I almonds. I fucking hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I have people... I didn't have too much of that, like, when I worked at diamond gyms but there were plenty of uh, women uh, older women who would order for uh their, their husbands because they know that. better yeah that's funny yeah because he will not like be half the time dessert. the guy <laughs> the guy was like definitely you know being pampered or whatever and the other half the time he was like senile <laughs> so yeah. uh, <laughs> pampered. Like, he, i was thinking he that literally he was like a i'm in charge of his diet he, he will have the yeah no it's more it's yeah. more of that than than living yeah. the good life. It's not, right. it's uh I'm sure there's shit that he actually wants, but Yeah, I just think it's super weird. Um and you see in movies, I mean even like modern movies, women will be like, I just love how you order for me. And like 
I can't think of something that would piss me off more than if somebody did that. I mean, I feel unless like you would we, like it, unless we had talked. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about the scenario where they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna take you out, and I'll just order shit for you." Yeah, I feel like you'd love that. Okay. I feel like you're so indecisive right. that if I were to do that, you would be like, it would take all the stress out of your picking you know, situation. I don't think you're entirely wrong. Yeah. But it's only because now but that you, I've had but the you probably need, sort of right. know what you like. Yeah. That you would probably right. enjoy. But if it was, if it was like a first date situation. First date or something, first, second date. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, you like, can. No, no, no. You trust me. You're going to love this. Didn't yeah. I mean, basic ass bitch you're gonna love this shit <laughs> yeah no i mean in all scenarios it's weird to me if you order for somebody but like i can see if like say like i want to i'm gonna take you to this particular restaurant they got this thing that's like it's the best in town yeah and then we go there and you want to order something else i'm like no that would be kind of weird that would be weird because that's sort of like me ordering for you then it's like right no, we're but- both like we're gonna get two of these yeah what I, what I would do mm-hmm. like these are two pizzas Give me two fucking kimchi ramens. There you, know? you go. Like these, this is what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's a case by case. Yeah, it's ninety nine percent of the time. You should be able to order for yourself. This is a weird. <laughs> yeah. Conversation. This is a weird conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're fucking weird if you fucking order for. Anyway, somebody. we had. Or you Can expect I? someone to order for you. Can right. I can I say what we had? Of course. We had burrata with a tomato jam and grilled toast. We had an oak-fired octopus. We had uh, hamachi sashimi, sashimi with uh, ponzu and jalapeno. We shared the G&G house salad, and then we uh, got a flight of fillets of the fillet flight wagyu wagyu grass-fed and prime three fillets we we shared and then we got uh brussels sprouts and truffle gnocchi and then we finished it off with a uh, toffee date cake stuff god damn i mean well how are the portions uh i mean there were four ounce steaks so basically at the end of the day, we were full. We walked, we were stuffed, and we walked home with uh, a shitload of Brussels sprouts. Lots of Brussels. They get, it was a huge bowl <laughs> of Brussels sprouts that were fire salty. So salty. Yeah. Holy shit. It was the only complaint. Fuck. Yeah, it was the only thing that was like, this. they fucked this up a little bit. We still mm-hmm. ate them the next day, and they were fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, everything, everything was great. I had a great time. That's Not awesome. cheap. What uh, was this place called again? Guard and grace. You better guard your grace. You better guard your grace. Mm. So yeah. So COVID. I mean, I eating, like to get. I like to get wined and dined. Yeah, eating in COVID is fun. You can people watch easily, mm-hmm. and I mean, we're sitting at a large four top table. Yeah, and just no one around us, and we could just and our chairs yell at each other basically, which I like. like yeah, make jokes <laughs> loudly. I mean, it's. It's quite the time. And um, yeah, watching. You can't really hear your server at all, which is fine. Yeah, because they're wearing masks and they're like, they're saying something. You're like, huh? Like, mm. <laughs> <Are you> sure. <laughs> Did everything they're saying. I mean, it worked out. We got what we wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They didn't give us anything we didn't want. Um, we were people watching that one couple. Oh my god! They were like they looked like they were fucking nineteen. They looked so but young. But they had drinks, so they must have been at least twenty one. Yeah. And, and I mean the same was, thing. <laughs> and it was just him on his like talking on the phone. The he was whole time. on the phone for at least seven minutes. And she had like a blank stare on her and face. And she was like starting to get annoyed. First of all, she was young, girl, scrappy, and hungry. She was young, we scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I was like, I I was the one who could see them. This is going to make me sound like a bad person, but I, I talk shit about people, you know, in public. So uh, <laughs> I don't think that makes you sound like a bad person. I think that makes you a bad person. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Hmm. Thank you. So, <laughs> uh, she was. So I was like, holy fucking tits, McGee over here. Because she sat down. She's wearing a, a strapless, very tight. She's very tall, very thin. I mean, she's she's pretty girl. Uh, very tall, very thin, black, very tight, strapless dress, and she bounced down into the booth, and I thought her fucking little bitty titties were gonna pop right out of her uh, out of her dress, and then she had, (laughs) (laughs) and she had on Uh, these gold strappy, I mean the heeliest of heels, and that's what I was telling Jordan. I was like, look at this fucking. 14 year old couple over here i was like first of all that's the exact outfit that i wore to my freshman homecoming dance so (laughs) that just i don't know immediately made me feel like they were children uh and he was super Mm. cool right on his phone the whole time on his phone the whole time she was drinking like a whiskey or like a bourbon which is very uh, on the rocks which is odd for a dainty woman for a child well, yeah, <laughs> for a child, yes. Um, but yeah, we were making fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I they really... just didn't look like comfortable food clothes. But hey, who am I to judge? Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's it for restaurant. Okay. Well, while we're in this yeah, area, do we yeah. want to talk about the podcast pick? Yes, let's talk about the podcast pick because I don't want to forget <laughs> oh, nice. about it. Um, this will make Morgan feel a little bit better. Thank you. Why? Because you told me I was a bad person. I was about to go person. in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For talking shit. <laughs> to talk shit. So the podcast pick this week. So we watched, um, we finally got around to watching the Woody Allen documentary that's on Amazon. You watched sure it on Amazon. We right? watched it after dinner, in fact. Oh yeah, and because we had coffee, and you almost made it through the whole thing, the whole two part thing. I know, but like every other movie that we watched this week, you fell asleep during. I mean, we got home this at one ten thirty. Yeah, this one I didn't blame you for. It was like yeah. twelve thirty by the time you finally fell asleep because we had coffee to top off the dinner. Anyways, nice. Um, watched that Woody Allen documentary and uh, Mariel Hemingway, who plays his young girlfriend in Manhattan. Um, she's a talking head in the documentary to say a few things, and she's had a lot of work done, quite mm-hmm. a quite a bit of work done. And she's got uh, the big, the big cheeks, big <laughs> strong mandible now. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, she always had a wide, sort of an oval face. Like she can take a punch now. She's got <laughs> strong chin. 
Um, anyways, I saw her and I was just like, you know what? She kind of looks like uh, Teddy Perkins. <laughs> and so Teddy Perkins is a uh, creepy character in the show Atlanta. Anyways, I just did a side by side with the two of them. So that's the So you thing. be the judge. Also, you sent a snap yeah. to, to Jamal. Are we going to talk about content later? Of what? Of things we watched, because I was going to talk about Match Point. Oh, yeah, we could talk about this doc that we saw. Okay. Because it's... I, I want to say something about Mariel real quick, that when I first opened it up, it I, I my my brain went back and forth, because I didn't see the Teddy Perkins thing, and, and I actually didn't know who Teddy Perkins was. I had to look that up, because I haven't finished the second season of Atlanta. But when I saw Mariel, I, my brain recognized her, but I... my. I thought of two people and she just looks like a, now it looks like a mixture of like, of like, uh, Caitlyn Jenner and uh, like Lori Laughlin. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she looks like you someone who's had plastic surgery now. Yeah. It's like, it's not a, she doesn't look like she, how she did in Manhattan, you know? Um, she's the granddaughter of Ernest Hemingway. If you didn't know. All the respect in the world. Craig. Yeah. Craig. I don't know. What you she ever does read any now, Ernest Hemingway and all your and all your reading? There, I've read Lord. The Sun Also Rises. A while ago, back in college, and that I think is mm. it. I would like to read more, but it's definitely when you want to start jumping into like classic literature. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a. It's it slows you down. I feel because it's it's really like you have to be in the right mood and the appreciation for it. Because now mm-hmm. it's almost like like people who have trouble reading anyway, like get distracted. It's like it's hard to just stay mm-hmm. focused to read long enough. I mean that goes tenfold if you're trying to read a, like classic American literature or even just classic literature. Period. I mean. It's like the greats. It's like trying to get someone who's into like modern movies to watch Citizen Kane or something and, and appreciate right, right. it and stuff. Um, to be like, no, this guy was a game changer back then, but it's hard to like hard to put yourself right. back there. So I'm all for it um, to go back and read it, but there's just so much to read, you know? Sure. But he is uh, Many, one of the greats. Anyway, so... So you guys are talking about the uh, the doc? Yeah. So th- so there's th- they mentioned this scene that we talked about on the podcast of Scarlett Johansson getting down and dirty with uh, the the lead in Match Point, and they like in the ra- it's like drenching rain, and then they fucking it's like this hot passionate kiss while they're soaking wet, and then they fall over into the wheat field that's just big pokey. Big pokey. Like stabby, pokey, <laughs> fucking... You might as well be falling into a spike pit mm. with this shit. Like, they're like mm-hmm. they're scarred, like, when you're watching this. Like, you just know they have to be. And so we're watching the documentary, and Scarlett Johansson's talking about this scene, and sure enough, she's talking... She's saying exactly what we thought. She's yeah. like, yeah, he, like, bu- like he like head-butted me in the lip and my split my lip and like it's shit was pouring rain. pouring rain it's really uncomfortable and of course i'm allergic to wheat of course of course <laughs> and woody like... and woody knows this and thinks it's hilarious it's just like adding on top of what we already said about this is not sexy at all i mean it is for some reason yeah but like i can't get out of my head like putting myself in the shoes of the man mm. you know like i would want to do that mm-hmm. it seems yeah. 
Seems dangerous. That's, I mean, if you take, if she took takes her pants off, I mean, there's going to be mud and <laughs> and just Blood. other things stabbing her that you know that are, yeah. are unintentional. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, but yeah, Chris Rock. Oddly, yeah, Chris Rock is one of the talking heads. Just yeah, to, is that sexy to move? wash praise, dump praise. Glaze praise all over Woody. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a cool doc. I mean, it ends. It was filmed in 2011, so the last movie is Midnight in Paris, which is a cool ending for the doc itself because it's it goes into how like he has sort of waves where it's like everyone is critically acclaiming the movie. Then it's like. He's making so many movies and people are like, okay, this is forgettable, forgettable, forgettable. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, he doesn't have it anymore. And then he'll come out with one and everyone's like, oh my God, he's back. And mm-hmm. they'll like, this mm-hmm. one is like, and then Woody's talking about, he's like, yeah, I don't really make movies for critics or anything. It's like, this is what I wanted to make at the time. I finish making it and then I move on to the next thing. Like, I, I know he doesn't look back mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. He's just like, this is, he's like, for some reason, people like Midnight in Paris. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's good. It's people like it. That's fine. Like it's like he doesn't really judge him that hard. He just continues, and he has he never gets writer's block. He just continues, and he just fucking. He goes, I have moves. endless ideas. Yeah. for movies, endless That's ideas. That's fucking awesome. And, but yeah, yeah, it's like the doc sort of ends with him talking about how he'll never have. He's like, I'm not gonna have financial success with the movies or whatever. It's not gonna be. I'm not making huge multi-million dollar profits on the people who like my movies like them like they're it's they're not like these big box office yeah and then it's it's like one year later and then midnight in paris was a huge box office success and he made a fuck ton of money on midnight in paris so it's by far and away his biggest grossing movie up to that point i feel like it has to still Mm be i mean i don't think that blue jasmine would have surpassed it Mm -hmm. um I feel like Blue Jasmine is a better movie. I like Midnight in Paris, but I feel like Blue Jasmine is, out of all the ones that we've seen recently, it's my second favorite. Annie Hall's number one, Blue Jasmine's number two. Um, but yeah, it's just cool to Manhattan see. Manhattan number three? Yeah, Manhattan's number three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess while we're on the Woody Allen, let's just work backwards and talk about the Woody Allen movies we watched. Okay. We watched, uh, these are, might be the last, this is the last that we do, like we have to watch two. Okay. We're still going to watch them now and again because there's still plenty more to see, I feel. But this mm-hmm. is, th- yeah, this is the like last. Yeah, made like 40 movies. Yeah, I think, yeah. He makes movies like Stephen King, right? It's novels. Yes. Like it's just, yeah. there's a lot. Um. We watched Manhattan Murder Mystery with starring Woody Allen and Diane Keaton. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It was a fun romp. Yeah. I like uh, their relationship. I really like Diane Keaton in that movie. Yeah. She's always great in all of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But my favorite part, which is funny because they um, played it in the doc too. One of my favorite parts is when, you know, he's like, Throughout most of it, he's like, you're crazy. Like, what is this? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so, like, she's, she's waking so- up in the middle of the night, which, first of all, like, after a certain point, I would just let you do whatever you're doing. I would not Right. She suspects the that the neighbor has killed his wife. And Woody Allen the entire time is like, you're out of your mind. Like, 
you're like reading into things you're crazy and stuff. Yeah, and so he's like, she keeps waking up in the middle of the night because she hears like the neighbor leave leave the room or whatever. He's like, it's one thirty in the morning, and then and he's like. As your husband, I command you. I command you to go to sleep. I can't do it. He's like, like, she's like walking out to like chase him stuff. Yeah. He's like, stop it. Like, so he's like freaking out. It's like, yeah. I command you. I command As you. your husband, I, I'm commanding you to go to sleep. Uh, but yeah. Fun, and she just like, and she one. just doesn't even. She, yeah, she's going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he has no authority over her. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun one. I recommend. Yeah. And then we also then we saw Cafe Society. I really liked Cafe Society. I haven't I seen that too. one either. It's That's a fair. newer one, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the one before Wonder Wheel. Okay. And he has a new one out now. Well, I guess it came out last year, but uh, it's like New York in the Rain or something. I haven't seen that one though. But, um, um, Cafe Society, Batman v Superman, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Um <laughs> Kristen Stewart and Blake Lively. Blake Lively's up in this one, which is worth the price of admission alone. Jesus, Mm -hmm. I mean, doesn't disappoint. So here's the thing with Cafe Society: it's a gorgeous movie. The first, so the opening shot, I was like, "Whoa, that looks cool!" Like right away, and then it just never with blue water, blue water, blue water. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's. I guess I'll I'll jump to that real quick. We've been. For some reason, like little things in movies, mm-hmm. like little lines that aren't the memorable line in the movie, but like they'll stick out to me in a weird way. Like in Manhattan Murder Mystery, just the way that Woody Allen is just like, like, like Dan, Dan, Dan Keaton is like, maybe Ted will be able to do it. And he goes, Ted. <laughs> like he just like, <laughs> so I just been doing, I was just been like, Ted. <laughs> so that gets stuck in my head. Fucking cafes is not cafes is interiors and interiors. They go to Greece. And, uh, no, he goes to Florida. They're talking about going to Florida. I thought. Oh, no, was it Greece? It was, it was Greece. Greece. Like the dad in interiors is like, yes, very blue water. <laughs> Just so like, can't beat <laughs> the Gre- You can't beat the Greek Isles for its sandy beaches and blue water. Blue water. <laughs> uh, so that's how I'll say blue water forever now, probably, and then. Sure. Uh, in an uh, irrational man, which have you seen yet, Jamal? No. In an irrational man, I've been man. watching a lot of uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Gravity Falls with what the uh, hell is that? with the children. It's a it's kids' TV show. We've been oh, watching with uh, culture. Uh, is Chase's last day? Yesterday we dropped him off today, so uh, we have we've been watching Gravity Falls uh, marathons. So fun, but I'm gonna try and watch Irrational Man this week for sure. Cool, cool. Do you recommend Gravity Falls? <laughs> um, if you're hanging out with kids, yeah. <laughs> right. On. Oh, really? It's, it's actually not bad. It's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. Cool. Is that on huh? Netflix or something? It's on Disney Plus. Mm. Oh, cool, cool. Um, what? Ha- what is? What's an irrational? Man an irrational man. Here, we'll role play the scene. All you have to do is ask me. Um, I'll, I'm going to give you my order at the diner. Then you just ask me if if, if I want cinnamon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I want I want a a stack of pancakes and all the maple syrup that that, that you have behind the counter. Do you, would you like cinnamon? Yes, I want cinnamon. Yes, I want cinnamon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is Walking Phoenix ordering at a diner. <laughs> yes, I want cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was really funny. So, 
So that's like that's very useful phrase. If like Morgan would be like, "Oh, can I uh, get you anything?" and I was like, "Oh yeah, can you like grab me this?" and you're like, "Oh, do you want like some water?" I'm like, "Yes, I want cinnamon." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun to do. Um, yeah. But anyways, cafe society. Um, Jesse Eisenberg uh, falls Batman in love. Batman v Superman. Batman sure. v Superman's Jesse Eisenberg falls in love with Kristen Stewart, which he does in Adventureland, but then he does it again in this movie. Yeah. And then uh, it's a fun romp, Woody Allen romp of of twisting love triangle triangle. This one I felt especially, um, you know, it was one of the ones. I guess that's all of them, though. Where I'm like, man, this is a this is a tough tough situation. I damn. felt emotionally invested, you know? Mm. It's like, damn, you in a tight spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, they have to go their separate ways. I'm not going to spoil anything okay. here. They have to go their separate ways, and Jesse Eisenberg becomes like a hotshot New York club owner guy, and, uh, and, and Kristen Stewart lives in Los Angeles, so they're across the country, and... And uh, she's also just b- beautiful. This is the best Kristen Stewart's ever looked. I mean, yeah. everybody in this movie. I mean, they even make Jesse Eisenberg look fuckable in this questionable. movie. Questionable, I would say. That's He's still a dorky dweeby, but <laughs> yeah. I in mean, the in the earlier scenes, for sure. In the later scenes, I mean, I would Steve Carell is in this. He's oranger than <laughs> Donald Trump in this movie. He's just looking like slick and stuff. He's yeah. really rich, and so lots of glamour in mm-hmm. this movie. Lots of like Gatsby esque, I'd say. Um, but he's running the club or whatever, and then he gets introduced to Blake Lively's character, and she is just fucking stunning. I the, mean, like, I, I, yeah, drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> and Jesse Eisenberg is just like almost pummeling her with, with like. Just the level like, of oh, confidence take you out to dinner. and like, game. Yeah, yeah, he's just like game city talking and she's to like, her. Ah, like she's just ah, some side piece. And I'm beast. like, what the fuck, dude? And, yeah, and she just is laughing at all of <laughs> everything he's saying and just falls. That's that Woody Allen way, though, you know? That's true, but I mean, it's just, I mean, the disparity between is what shocking. you're looking at. It's just like, what? And she's sort of the insecure one. The disparity of Jesse Eisenberg just completely having her eat out of his palm is just like, what is going on? Yeah. Like she she has like the ultimate ugly duckling syndrome or something, like not realizing that she can have anybody in this club. It's just like any like so flattered that Jesse Eisenberg would be like Yeah talking to her, basically. I know. Anyways, they end up getting married and, and like easily. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just, she's popping out babies, still looking fire as hell. I know. It's like a, a couple years later, she's pregnant again. She's like, how do I look? And it's like, and he's like, oh, you look great. Passive, passively. Yeah. yeah he's just, great. he's constantly thinking about Kristen Stewart the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, nope, she's definitely, she definitely looks like the best visual you could ever set your eyes on in the world and then she is hanging out in the bedroom just hanging out in the bedroom <laughs> just getting dressed up for new year's eve and uh, and she's like can you tell i'm pregnant it's like no bitch no you cannot tell you're pregnant <laughs> no, bitch 
Yeah, it's ins- we talked about her a lot over dinner. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's just the most unbelievable thing about the whole movie of, of how just a, an afterthought she is to Jesse Eisenberg. Like, yeah, she looks good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg with your fuck. Oh my God. Get the fuck out of here. Rat face. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamal, what do you got going on? We'll we'll get back to movies and stuff, but what do you got? I want to ask you guys about your stance on essential oils. Oh, DoTerra. What's that? What? It's a brand of <laughs> essential oils. No, I don't give a fuck about a uh, brand. I think like they're. I think they're. Is uh, here's the thing. I think that they're bogus i also am a big believer mm-hmm. in placebo so and i know <laughs> placebo works for me is the thing it works for most people right so like it's just it just doesn't happen to be one of the things that i can get placeboed about but i well, feel like i if think you the believe whole in thing them, about a placebo is you have to not know <laughs> you have to be ignorant no it's like if it. you believe that they're helping you then i think right it has the potential to to work but that's i think where the 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 ignorance piece comes in right you know I what mean, i mean i, I like, i'm sure there you are have ones... to be under the that spell <laughs> I'm sure there are ones that are not bad for you. Here's the thing. I'm a big candle addict, right? So like scented mm. candles and like so like I do believe Arom- that like aromatherapy. Lavender and stuff. I, I'm sure there are mm-hmm. calming effects. Do I think that right. it's like popping a Xanax? No. <laughs> right. See, I I use like tea tree oil, but only for like acne and there's like there's some research behind that. I've used tea tree oil shampoo before. I feel like tea tree oil does have like properties to it, yeah. like aloe vera or right, something. Right, right. But yeah. it's also, but it's, uh, you know, it's considered also an essential oil. But that's, I mean, that's the only one that well, I Well, I mean, are you putting it on, what are you doing like, with it? I only use it for like acne, for like breakouts. But like, do you put it on your face? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that's a reasonable use. I'm talking about like essential oils where it's like, like a diffuser or put something. a drop of orange in your water Hibiscus. and you'll like never have a problem again in your life or whatever. And they're like right, $80 right. for a little tiny vial. And right. um, you have like, yeah, you you rub some gangly weed drops on your <laughs> <laughs> shoulders and then you got a juicy boozy or something right yeah yeah i mean if they weren't so expensive sure well that's the thing i mean that's when i mean that's where it starts to feel very like homeopathy or something like something along along those lines homeopathy. as far as no just like the yeah, the bottles oh. of water, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that that cure all ailments apparently. Um, so, have you know, noticed that's, that's an improvement I've... with the tea tree oil? Well, that's what I'm saying is like that's the only one that I've really used. Um, but also that's because of what I've, I mean, looked up about it. Hmm. Um, 
What are yeah. your thoughts? I'm not in the market for them. I'm just said, curious about it. It seems to be a divisive issue. Uh, I I don't right. I have to be honest. I don't know. I mean, I'm, whatever. If it makes it, I feel like there's probably oils out there that relax you. But yeah, the ones where it's like, oh, if you fucking if you loop this through your finger three <laughs> times, it becomes more powerful, and then you can actually use it to heal certain cancers. It's like you're you're this homeopathy that you're bullshitting. Right. Yeah. You guys both said homeopathy, and I always thought it was homeopathy. Um, want me to look up how to? Well, no. It? There's homeopathy, and then some things can be homeopathic. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I just remember going to the so when I first got cancer, and I went to uh, I was having hot flashes mm-hmm. and stuff, and I went to the um or no, I didn't first get cancer. I was I was homeopathy. Homeopathy. Uh, Homeopathy. Hold me on out. Hold me on out. Uh, and we went to the farmer's market. Do you remember this, Jordan? And there was a doTERRA stand, and they were like, you need this one and this one and this one and this one, and then you'll feel all better. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't actually think so. Give me $377. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was trying all kinds of shit. I was trying that, like, flower extract bee pollen extract or something because i was having some serious hot hot issues word speaking of word wad word of the day um (laughs) sorry i just i fucking i had one and then i deleted it and now i'm trying and it wasn't in my word list and so now i was trying to recover it somehow because i accidentally deleted it off my pod notes Mm. but i think i found Mm -hmm. it i have one okay go ahead um so my word of the day crepuscular crepuscular i think it means um someone who's got crusty muscles how'd you know that (laughs) it's of having Crusticular muscle muscles. Yeah. <laughs> no. Crepuscular is of or resembling twilight. Hmm. Of a, 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 a That's such a gross word. I know, right? It doesn't seem like. But damn, if it's like Chris crusty Hitchens doesn't and like use it pussy. Who does? Oh, Hitchens. Yeah. Crep- crepuscular. <laughs> I'm looking up, I'm sorry, I'm looking up essential oil uses chart Uh Mm -hmm. and like the effects or the attributes or whatever. Uh They're all like purifying, uplifting, balancing, stabilizing. Okay, bullshit. Uh, One of them says, this is for the same one, repelling, comma, stimulating. What does that mean? I don't know, it's black about, it's black (laughs) about. normalizing (laughs) all right sorry you know i have a word of the day but i can save it if we just want to do one odd is it off of is it off of and kind it is hit me with it well it's at least the first time i've i've heard this word word i'm not sure how rare it is wad give me the wad all right it's also sort of the uh let's say the antithesis of of your word in a way. Um, it is uh, mellifluous. 
Mellifluous. Mellifluous. It's of a, of a voice or words, sweet or musical, pleasant to the ear. Oh, yeah. I think I actually have this on my list. Mellifluous. Or mellifluous. Yep, it's on my list. Word up. A voice or words, pleasant to hear. Mellifluous. Oh. Overlap. Dope. Um, Speaking of Antkind, I just want to say, unless we're not getting into books just yet. <laughs> you always do this. <laughs> <laughs> you have something to say, say it, motherfucker. All right, all right. right. I, I, I haven't finished Antkind yet, but I'm on page 580. Oh, it's getting fucking, close. It's so weird. It's, I'm getting hella close. I'm like, I don't know, 150 pages out or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's but you're definitely in the weeds now of the book. Yeah, it's getting pretty it's weird nuts. for you. Yeah, Got, yeah. The the book takes the oddest of turns and it just goes down a rabbit hole of what the fuck. But yeah, um, yeah. Hang in there. It's a great Word. book. Um. Oh yeah, speaking. Of, I mean, God, we have too too much to get to over here. Too much to get to. I love it. Other movies that we saw over the course of the week, uh, Onward, which yes, Morgan fell asleep during. Yes, I did, but then I rewatched it. Then she rewatched it on her own. Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and say it was pretty, like, oh, it was okay. Oh, that was fine. Yeah. That was good. I thought it was an enjoyable movie. Sure. I'm I saying, but there wasn't anything in it. There was no, it wasn't funny at all, though. Like there were no, there was no, usually Pixar movies have like, holy fuck, like that's cleverly mm. funny. Like I really mm. thought there was like none of that. Like maybe yeah, there was I some agree. attempt at it, but especially for a PG one, like I can understand if it's G and they're really only going for like the cutesy slapsticky stuff. But this one they were, is PG and it's like, what's the point of getting it to a little bit older audience if you're not going to really like sort of push that like, not innuendo, but like, you know, like tip of the hat to the audience. To the, the parentals the, who yeah, are guiding. The, exactly. Are gui- giving guidance. Yeah. I feel like Toy Story is just loaded with that shit. Mm-hmm. Like just like references mm-hmm. and stuff that it's like kids will enjoy the fucking overall movie, but there's a lot of little gems for the adults. And, and not just the humor, but like the depth of just mm-hmm. like really grabbing you by the heart. Uh, this one didn't hit those highs, I feel, as yeah, other Pixar's. I didn't hate it. But I was start, starting to be like, I, I I know where this is going. Also, apologies to Megan if we lost your place. Oh, yeah, we started. We <laughs> Shout out to Megan, uh, hooking us up with the Disney, Megan and Ben, hooking us up with the Disney Plus code. Because we talked about it on the podcast, and she was like, oh, here you go, you cheap bastard. Like, you just gave us her code, so... She was like twenty one minutes in, she or like whoever. I, yeah, when we hit when we first started it, it was already like mid movie. But I was like, ah, they've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> she gave it to us for Hamilton, and so now we're just writing it. <clears throat> I nice. think that's all we've seen though. Off the D plus. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, onward. Let's go onward to the next movie we saw, uh, Bad Education. Which oh, is an that's HBO right. movie, um, starring Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney. Good movie, and it was good. I'm a fan of this movie. It's a true story about a 
um, superintendent of, of schools. schools in Long Island, I think he New was York. like the supervisor of schools. It was something weird. Superintendent of schools. What was he? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, right. uh, he, like, we don't understand what the job means, really. He's just, like, the top dog. Like, he's above everybody. And he's, like, in charge of, like, a elementary, a middle, and a high school or something. Yeah. Um, but it's a true story about him. And then there's a little corruption that is happening. He's, like, a super smooth, very much feels like he cares so much about these kids' success. He memorizes everybody's name and what their goals are. And, like, every, like every student that comes up to him, he's just, like, inspirational and help write letters for them to get into college. And this school is, like, super fucking... Uh, well-regarded to get people into Ivy League colleges. colleges. So, um, but then uh, some digging gets done to the books, and there's, um, uh, uh, what is she? What is Allison Janney? I think she's the... um... I don't remember. I can't remember, god damn it. She deals with numbers and shit. And she's expenses like and all the that. Uh, director of operations or something. Yeah. Anyways, some um, shit gets looked into on some of the charges that have been made on the on the company card there, and the rabbit hole goes deeper from there. And anyways, it's a very well acted movie. Very just you're just interested the whole time, and an interesting little tidbit here. The the lead or the second lead from Blind Spotting, the white lead, <laughs> um, the very uh, Wigger esque <laughs> lead, if you will, he's he's in this movie, and I've never seen him in anything else other than Blind Spotting, and he plays a one hundred percent different human being in this movie, and it made me interested in what wow. else he can do like i was like this guy has a range yeah. because it is 100 percent. he plays a gay man in this movie and he's like he's gay as fuck like mm-hmm. you just tell he's a very effeminate and he's like a dancer but he doesn't feel like over the top or anything he's yeah. a bit over the top of blind spotting but i he's, he's kind of fun to watch like he's probably my favorite thing right. about blind spotting and so yeah. I'm just saying, this guy is uh, be on the watch for him i don't remember his name but be on the watch <laughs> uh, <laughs> He shouldn't be in your blind spot. <laughs> oh, just fucking blew out the mic Ooh. when he did that. Gosh darn it! Uh, his yeah. name is uh, Raphael Casal. 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 C a s a l. Casal. Castle. I don't know. <laughs> Check out Bad Education. Yeah, it's good. I recommend. Morgan slept during that one too. No, I didn't. You did. Oh, that's right. But but I told you, and then I, <laughs> but then we rewatched it in the yep. morning. Apparently, that's how it works. <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. You slept during Manhattan Murder Mystery as well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Recurring theme. I don't know why you're upset by it. I'm just saying. Well, I was no, I was only upset during when you were. Jordan yelled at me. When you were saying that. When I asked you, I was like, oh, are you falling asleep? And you said, I don't know if I'm sleeping or <laughs> if I'm just distracted. No, that made me mad. It was like, if you're sleeping, just tell I me you're sleeping. I was not a conscious. You can't hold me to these statements. Yeah, but I don't care if you want to go to bed. I know, but I, I'm not aware of what I'm saying in the moment. 
and the your reaction to it then made me unable to sleep because I'm like, great, now I'm having a fight. I mean, it wasn't like I immediately got mad at you for saying that. <laughs> it was just like me just trying to be like, get clarity. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then it just from there goes spiraled into this whole ordeal. It's really the it's really the biggest. We got to go to marriage counseling. For it's this the issue. number one. It's the only <laughs> argument we have. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, don't break that, up you guys i mean this is gonna I mean, this is the end you know <laughs> this is the end oh, speaking of like other fucking woody allen movies if anybody owns by chance deconstructing harry please mail or crimes and misdemeanors you can just hook us up i've seen crimes and misdemeanors maybe i can find crimes. i haven't really looked that hard on other platforms rented it off than, of amazon no you can't well i did thanks i know maybe a while ago but you can't anymore yeah yeah and deconstructing harry i mean this i actually like tried to find it anywhere you can buy like a fucking 30 dollar copy dvd off of fucking ebay or you can buy Hmm. maybe a 19 dollar copy but it's zone two european only Uh (laughs) fucking Oh. DVD players can play like it's it's so ridiculous. Like I didn't understand. I don't understand how this day and age you can't just watch any movie you want right now, right now, right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a movie I want. I watched it. They put it on Netflix just while we're making this kind of fucking shout out. Um, it's called Taboo T A B U, and it's uh 2012. It's the title I guess references an older movie, so not that one, but it's uh. I just remember I really liked it because they do a lot of interesting things with the sound. And it's like these two different love stories back to back. I don't know. It was it was weird. I don't remember a whole lot about it. But they did a cool thing like with the sound in it where like, I don't know, like the fucking, what do you call it? The fo- foley, the folly or whatever. Sure. The, 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 sound, the sounds where it's like the extra shit you would record and then put in later. But sometimes some scenes would be like just that. And like, so they'd be like range. I don't know. It, it was just, it was a really cool, uh, movie, but I can't find it anywhere. You can't stream it. And the only thing you can buy is like the Brazilian, uh, fucking Blu-ray version or whatever mm. may not work in American. So I've never attempted to buy it cause I didn't feel like it was worth it, but you can't stream it anywhere. And it's, I'm upset. So if anybody happens to own a copy and you're listening, uh, Shoot us an email at readfellas at gmail.com. Yeah, we much appreciate it. Taboo deconstructing Harry. T-A-B-U. Deconstructing Harry. Um, Crimes and misdemeanors. Crimes and misdemeanors. I haven't really done a deep dive for crimes and misdemeanors. I like crimes and misdemeanors. Um, It's good. But I I haven't looked to see if it's like on iTunes or something. Uh, But it just wasn't on Amazon. Uh... Word up. Let's see what Megan is wondering. Didn't have it pulled up, yo. All right, here we go. Fuck happened. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Hello, Reed fellas. 
I feel like most of my questions are pretty random, but this one might be the top so far. Uh, I feel like no one's probably, not no one, I feel like people probably have not even noticed or, or thought about it, but whatever, I have. Um, having curly hair myself, I usually notice hair on people a lot, and recently I had a conversation with my girlfriend about how Michelle Obama, I had never seen her hair curly or like naturally looking, right? Like most every time it was straightened or straightened and curled or something, right? And then I wondered like, do you think that was her choice to keep her hair straight? Or do you think she was told that she couldn't have her hair be naturally curly and down? I have no idea either way. But then I googled her natural looking hair self and I think she looks way better with it. And I don't recall ever seeing a time of their presidency with her hair naturally curly like that. So yeah, I don't know. I wondered what you thought. You think she was told no, or you think she chose to not do it? Hmm. Um, I think it's probably a combination. I think it's probably just pressures that mm-hmm. aren't probably explicit. Like no one probably walked up to her and was like, you can't fucking walk out with that nappy head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like it was more like... Um, I mean, there's good documentary. I think it's called Good Hair mm-hmm. about black people on their hair. I mean, black people on their hair. It's it, the the rabbit hole goes deep of, of how complicated. It's a uh, yeah, it's a big thing. the history of it. How um, mm-hmm. much money is spent in the industry of black yeah. people in and their like hair. if you're like mm-hmm. I just remember them talking about like yeah, if you date a black girl like hello Reed. Whoops, like. You're expected to pay for her fucking hair Thousands of dollars. I mean, I don't know, Michelle, the, her straight, it might be hers or it could be a weave. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like they could, she, she could have just a straight hair weave. Yeah. And, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's. I don't think they were like, you are not allowed. You know? Of course not. Yeah. This is America. <laughs> right. But um, all these things are sort of uh, the 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 unwritten rules. Yeah, I don't quite remember. There's that one movie about Barack Obama yeah. and Michelle Obama's early relationship when she was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if the character in that movie had. I feel okay, like she yeah. did have straightened hair. So it was before the presidency that she probably started doing it, like yeah. just in her professional life. Felt right. like she was like looked more professional by doing that or preferred it. I can't, I don't know, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. You think that with this COVID thing going on that, uh, you know, uh, it's hitting the black community harder. I didn't know that. Like mm-hmm. People in the black community. Do you think that's because like when you're walking down the sidewalk, you know, there's the whole thing of you, like, you would cross the street to the other side if you saw a black person coming because you're afraid that they're gonna rob you or something. But nowadays, it's more like you would rather um, get Die mugged. Of COVID. No, get get mugged by this person uh, than be perceived than be as, a as a racist. Yeah. So, do you think that now that people 
like I feel like when you see another person on the sidewalk walking and they're white, you sort of avoid them now. Mm-hmm. You sort of walk away. But people don't want to be perceived as racist, so they're walking real close to black people. <laughs> and therefore, the disease is spreading to them more easily. Well, I don't think that's fine. <laughs> don't you think this is a pretty good premise, though? I think this is a pretty good. Uh, not gold. bad. Not a bad premise. This... Not a bad premise at all. Because you don't want to be perceived as racist, you're walking too close to black people. You're, get, you're giving them COVID. Okay. You're getting them sick. Anyways, they're 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 no longer in the Oval Office, so they're out of sight, out of mind. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about the current office holder's hair. How about that? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, yeah, that's a good point. I think he, I think because he, I think his look would look good curly, to be honest. I think yeah, probably, <laughs> and certainly no one is uh, telling him what to do. With that, that hair. Oh, certainly people are, but I don't oh. there's no listening. Or... Right. But what I'm saying is that bolsters my my uh, statement of no one like told her that she. It is bolstered. Consider I mean, it bolstered. Sort of. He's also very weird. So I don't know. I don't know about He's this. I don't, I don't want to be telling weird. any tales out of school kind of here, gross. but. This guy, this this Donald Trump guy, he's a real jerk. Yeah, he's, he's a real jerk. Well, you, you sent us that video of him talking about how he took the, the cognitive test. Yeah, the, the most coherent test. I've ever heard him in an interview, by the way. Yeah, it's so good. Did you see how he would, was able to repeat those five words <laughs> over and over? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Just sharp Except as a for, But I, I mean, honestly, that... I, I was... Uh, everything he says is stupid, but... I, I actually was amazed at his ability to use like to full circle sentences. back to the question that was actually asked. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, it's uh, because I mean it's yeah. Well, it, the reason being is that he has something that is actually quote unquote like concrete that he's excited to actually talk about. Like it's not <laughs> right. just him, like I mean, yeah. just rambling, deflecting things. Like he's like no no no. Like he's excited. He thinks he has something right. concrete to fucking stand true. on. And he's just but the what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about is so fucking funny. They man, say pers- a person, woman, man, camera, woman, person, camera, TV. TV. <laughs> and then they then they go on through a couple couple questions and they come back and so say, okay, what about this? What about this question from before? And I say, uh, and I just repeat it. I say, I say, uh, person, man, woman. camera, woman, <laughs> man, TV. And they're like, you don't have to get it in the same order. It's okay. But you get bonus points if you do get in the right bonus order. Bonus points. Fucking that bonus points. That's my favorite part. Yeah. How about how amazed the doctors were with him? No was, one can do this. Like, right. This is. A, You're the only one. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's pretty par for the course of what Donald of of what he does of just saying, like, impossibly <laughs> false things. <laughs> Like that didn't yeah. happen, dude. <laughs> it just—it's yeah. so crazy when it's just like you're just thinking like, "There's no way that happened." <laughs> that a doctor told you that nobody else was able to do yeah. this test that you obviously well, you didn't did. take, and it's amazing. And they it's probably were like, "Oh, good job," and he was like, "Yep, I'm. I am the best. I'm the best." <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm a good boy. Yeah, anyway, instead of uh, get, dropping into his world, let's go into the world of literature and books. Okay. It's better. It's a better, more... Uh, 
elitist mode to be in. Sure. We that didn't get any sure. ideas uh, for, but you had one. What was it? I had a few. Okay. So for the name of the segment, the reading segment. Yeah. We didn't yeah. get any responses from no. people. Huh? Okay. Well, the then fuck? I came up with um, three. So here we go. I'm going to go. I'm going to run through them. First one. I can't even remember, like, how to say this. <laughs> okay, I just wrote down, so what did you read, fella? Yeah, that's good. Not huh? bad. Not bad. So so maybe I mean, we can do it at variations of that. Like, so yeah. what you been reading, fella? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Okay. Number two. Read fella's rainbow. I also like <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, this is number three. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's time for read, fellas. R E A D. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got to say it like that. It's time for read, fellas. R E A D. Because of the clarification. That sounds like it's Jamal's favorite. It's the funniest. I mean, it's, it's funny. Dorkiest. You caught me off guard. <laughs> it's dorky. It's funny, though. It's, right, so, it's, a, it's more of a more of a comment, really. So if you don't want to give us your own, then please vote at readfellas at gmail.com. Do you like number one? So what did you read, fella? What you been reading, fella? Do you like number two? Read fella's rainbow. Or do you like number three? It's time for read fellas. R-E-A-D. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it's time for Read, fellas, are eighty right now. So, um, Morgan, you've I'm been... still in the same book. I apologize, but it's, a, but it's a behemoth of a book that you're reading. It really is. And so you're getting through it. I'm on part five. Yeah, and there's like 19 parts. <laughs> I don't know how many parts there are, it's but I'm, it's a thicken. I'm halfway through. It's still really good. I mean, it's moved on. So, like the first, you know, part is kind of more about like his encounters with. Um, you know, his clientele on, on Skid Row, basically. Mm-hmm. And so that's really interesting. And then it moves on into sort of like his past and kind of like his experiences. And then it moves into the scientific, uh, the real scientific deep meat of, of the addiction, which I also like because, um, mm. you know, interesting shit to me about why brains don't work properly it's very interesting that uh you know addiction is is a disease of the brain and so it's it's the only uh uh medical problem where the or the affected organ has to the impacted organ has to make a decision to uh to better right. itself when the the sickness itself impairs your said organ yeah. said organ in those exact ways it, it impairs it in your ability right. to make long-term goals over short-term reward it reduces your um serotonin and dopamine receptors it also like reduces your uh Oh my God! What did I just say? What was I just gonna say? 
your memory? your con- yeah, <laughs> your memory um your like <laughs> self control like your impulse control anyway mm-hmm. um and so it's like it you know addicts are frustrating people for a variety of reasons but it's also like because you want to be like hey Get your shit together, yeah. homie. Like, just don't yeah, just, do this just anymore. Stop. <laughs> just stop yeah. doing it. And it's like, <laughs> no, you it. don't. You don't really understand. My brain is not working. <laughs> I'm. All I have right. a brain sickness. <laughs> so yeah. Brain. My. It's a mind trap. Right. <laughs> Word up. And Jamal, you're reading Ant Kind still. Almost through reading that. Do you have anything? Do you have anything? Done. Lined up, you're gonna go flowers for Algernon. I next? bought, I bought flowers for Algernon. It's on the way. It should be here tomorrow. Hell <laughs> right yeah! On. Yeah, yeah, that'd be my next. Which my edition? Next, uh, I hope you wrote I next. Read R E A D. Uh oh, there's. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know. I would have. <laughs> what insult? What does that mean? Um, oh, fuck. You just asked him if he got paperback or hardcover. No, I mean there is like a shorter edition. Oh, fuck yeah. Give me that one. No, you don't want that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's one where he doesn't actually... Uh, Bone people. Oh, spoilers. The one he never meets Algernon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure you... They cut out all the parts much. where he's retarded. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Um, yes, Jordan, go Come ahead. On. Go yeah, ahead. Look You're at impressing a... all of us. Do you want to stop doing this as a segment? No, what are you talking about? Well, I just feel like your <laughs> jealousy is very palpable, and I... Uh... It's... It's sort of uh, eclipsing like the crepuscular. I'll tell you the only mm. thing that makes me jealous is that when Jamal, so, you know, you guys used to do movie rental of the week and I would do like book rental of the week. And then I feel like somehow this has been lost as something that's my long-term ha- hobby. This is all totally, by the way, in my head, my own issue. And I love that everyone would read. I hope everyone reads the most and betters uh, their literary knowledge. I really do. But it's when Jamal says things like, um, have you read any Ernest <laughs> Hemingway, you, Jordan, in your reading escapades? Ooh. It's those things that Ooh. actually really bother me. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. I, don't I haven't to... read any Ernest. No, anyway. it's not. It is. It is. A, it isn't okay. That's a blind. That's some blind spotting on my part. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, love... I mean, if it makes you feel any better, it's almost like I assume that you, I might have already. Oh, but it's well, more like because because in my mind, <laughs> I mean, I'd never known Jordan as a reader, much of a reader, sure. and he may as well have been. But it seems like he's on this new escapade this year, and I. Absolutely. I do apologize and if, I'm, if it feels that way. And I'm super way, impressed by it. And I love you. And I'm sorry that if I am coming off jealous because that is a gross, uh, it's a gross way to be. It's human. It's a human that. thing. It's a human it's thing. Human, it's it, totally and human. And I think yeah, it's, right? it's pretty dope that you're sharing it. <laughs> right. And not just letting it fucking fester inside of you. Like, talk <laughs> about it. We can fucking laugh about it. It's, it's good. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, Yeah. We are we are married. We are one. We are, so, so any benefit that is happening to me is happening to us. You oh, know? good. Your any, collective brain. Anything that you are uh, very good and bring. If you get a promotion at work, I am very happy. Yeah. It's not. Like, I do love. I want a promotion of my job. I do love that <laughs> we can now go to Tattered Cover together, and then I get to split. I get 
the double the books for half the money is the most exciting right thing and i can me. hang longer before i feel like i'm like all right you done yet yeah done yet? yeah now yeah, it's yeah. like i'm actually interested in, <laughs> in perusing in book shopping because i have a book shopping addiction let me tell you yes, yes. i uh i know that you and i just like repaired the rift between us morgan <laughs> sure just now but i bought the mass market paperback oh of flowers for algernon i hope that's not shitty it no, sounds it's like fine. it is how the many, shitty one how, how many it, it's not the best one but uh, how many pages is it <laughs> <laughs> it is let's see uh 311 pages perfect you got the right one it, what color is the cover oh is it like red with a green maze that the mouse is running through? No, it's mm. like blue to white with a white mouse on it. Yeah. Like a blue to white we, gradient. We got the paperback. He got the mass market paperback. Okay. Which means uh, yeah. it's the one that fits on all the like magazine shelves, which yeah. is fine. It's the same book. Ah, yeah. fuck is my it... life. Fuck my fucking life. Just mass market paperbacks are always the most unimpressively binded books. Yeah, and... See, this might not be a problem for you, but for me, the, literally half of me getting through a book is is the is the publishing quality, the, the margin, yeah, the, it really the is quality of how it opens. Mass markets are like stiff, almost like yeah, you got to hold them there, but they're light and they're easy to do. Like we have all the mass market paperbacks for the girl with the dragon tattoo yeah. series. Um, they're not ideal. Okay, well at least I mean. You got the I was right worried story, though. On it, that that you're gonna say like, yeah, yeah, that I, yeah. And that, honestly, that, it's that what I had would have been like dumbed. Oh. When I saw a mass market paperback, I thought they had like dumbed down some of the words in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the masses. Sort of this is for the masses. No, <laughs> right, it, right. It, it's such a breeze of a read anyway. Like, you'll, it's fine. Yeah. I can't even like I, they I, corrected I, some of his like retarded spellings to like the the regular spellings <laughs> for us retards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm surprised they actually have a. Ma- I always thought those are for books that are longer that they can now yeah. condense into a you can fit it in your pocket. Right. I feel like that a mass market paperback is would be very small for that book. We shall see. But if it's 312 pages, I guess that's how long ours is. 311. Right, but Very ours is... It's my birthday, by the way. Word. I guess they just make the Happy font birthday. smaller, smaller pages. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, so I read uh, The Book of Humans oh, by yeah. Adam Rutherford. You Rutherford? shared some fun facts with me on that one. See, I read uh, A Brief History, history of, everyone. of Everyone. Thank you. Whoever lived. Whoever lived. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was like... Yeah, a gene deep dive. Yeah. Um, same author is why I'm bringing it up. And then I bought uh, the Book of Humans in the airport coming back from... Do you guys remember when I <laughs> when I was coming back from Antarctica? And I, in New Zealand, I bought like eight books. And I texted you guys and I was like... Here is the issue that I'm having. I have a compulsion to buy these books. Mm, yeah. I do understand that I have to carry them for the next 32 <laughs> hours. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, that's when I bought that, and I haven't read it yet. 
Yeah, well, that's the reason why I decided to read it, because because we are a union. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have all the knowledge from a brief history of everyone who ever lived. Yeah. And I'll get now get the knowledge out of the Book of Humans. So, right. so together we have read. Team. Together, I'm trying to knock out all the books that have been unread on the shelf completely. Yeah. You know, so now it's like, it's like we have just this unread book. Right. That we and then can, you we have can, no right to have on the bookshelf. Right? You can actually I recommend like within the same ecosystem. Exactly. I do like that you're cruising through the books because then you can be like, it's worth reading. Even though we haven't had quite a one-to-one matchup in our- It's not interests. one-to-one, but it's, I feel like when you're, we are passionate about like, no, this is very good. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, yeah, the other one will probably like it a lot yeah. too. Like I really liked Educated. So yeah. you kept telling me to read that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, am I sucker for that cult book. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I found one for you, a tattered cover. That, that I think was... we talked about this. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Right. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we talked about our visit to tattered cover. Yeah, okay. Anyways, the Book of Humans, Adam Rutherford, he talks about uh, just how basically um, gets us gets you up to speed <laughs> on why we are human, like our histories and our common ancestors Mm -hmm. and other animals that have sort of similar uh things that we have or like are dolphins intelligent or like are like or things that you might think oh because this animal does this we probably um evolved the same way but it's actually like it's a common misconception where it's like no like a lot of things actually evolved independently of one another and just because like something is like very animal nature like that you see in there. It's like, oh, that's we have that sort of in us. It's like, no, it's like there's lots of complexity to this yeah. where you can't just because you see like certain animals that rape each other a lot. It's like, oh, it's just nature. It's like, yeah, it's nature natural for them. It doesn't necessarily mean that because now as a human you have the urge to rape that it's because you have that strand of that fucking baboon gene or whatever. It's like, no, it's just you got your Problems. own strand. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But there's a, there's a lot. He goes in, there's a lot of detail, and it's very interesting. Um, lots of cool little, like, hey, uh, facts. Like, just dropping stuff. Like, uh, did you know that uh, we live closer now to the T-Rex than the T-Rex did to the Stegosaurus? What? So it's like, you just, Whoa. you just, that, that's, how, that's how much time there's been, you know? Oh my god! You just assume the dinosaurs, of course, right? Right. The T Rex was around around sixty million years ago. Stegosaurus, hundred and fifty million years ago. So the Stegosaurus and the T Rex never chilled. They never chilled. So despite the recreation, just the 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 blase attitude of Jurassic Park to put all these animals together, they never lived together before. So it's like, yeah, or the land before time. That's why it went awry, man. Exactly. I mean, Land Before Time, that's completely a, inaccurate. That's crazy. I love the Land Before Time. I would watch. And they're that. like fucking cartoons and shit. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Those leaves look so delicious, though. Oh yeah, sure. Cartoon food always looks fucking yes. yum yum. Oh so good. A good old, good old Krabby Patty. Never heard nobody. Yeah. Dude, a Krabby Patty sounds real good right now. Um, or a fucking like a turkey leg, cartoon turkey leg. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Those fucking T-bone steaks and like Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah. That they always throw to the big bulldogs. Dude, those <laughs> look delicious. Yum. You know, it's like that Indian woman said at, 
at the grocery store. It's like you just it's just look, so green, hmm. and you just want to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I'm a, here's a quiz. Okay. So he talks about the the five remaining great apes that are still around today. What are the five remaining great apes? Oh, I. You feel, guys can I'm work together. Real dumb you can here. work together. Okay. To, I'm gonna go. So gorilla. there's gorillas. Okay, one. Yep. I'm there gonna go is, orangutan. Um, orangutan. 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 <laughs> it doesn't orangutan. end Orangutan. Get the really? Yeah. It's orangutan. Are you serious? It is. Yeah. This is funny because he because he talks a lot oh, about Neanderthals, no. and Neanderthal. It has a th in it, but people say it's pronounced Neanderthal. Yeah. And I'm like, get the fuck out! If, if you want to be pronounced Neanderthal, take the fucking th out of there. Yeah. But orangutan, orangutan. It does not have. It a doesn't G. end in the G. Except so. for the problem is, is that wow. In my whole childhood, I said orangutan, and, and it so sounds now cooler. I can't. Orangutan sounds way. I, I think can't. it's orangutan. because of tang. <laughs> yeah, probably. It is. Orange tang. It's, that's yeah. got to be a, fa- a factor. Orange tang. For sure. Orangutan. It's basically the same squish. Uh, orangutan. orangutan. I so didn't. Got, I honestly didn't know. I didn't fucking know that. So, so I, I have very little faith that we're gonna finish <laughs> this. Quiz. I don't know. You guys are off to a good start. Um, Gorillas, orangutan. No, okay. Uh, uh, chimpanzee. Boom. Nice. Three out of five. Uh, are bonobos still alive? Yes, Boom. Four out are. of five. Nice. Didn't think you'd get the bonobos. Those are commonly. So that means one, like the last one should be easy. All right. Monkeys. Monkeys is not an actual like species. <laughs> there's lots of there's lots of them. But uh, no, they're not baboon. They're not, monkeys are not apes. Baboons. Baboons are not apes. Uh, how about um? Rafiki not an ape. No, he's a monkey. Fuck. What's the one from the Jungle Book? Is that an orangutan? Yes, okay. Louie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that the last one you're missing is in the Jungle Book. Gorilla, we got. We got okay, Yeah, run through gorilla. Chimpanzee, orangutan, chimpanzee, bonobo. orangutan, bonobo. Oh shit! <laughs> it's sort of a trick question. I don't know if I should just give it to you guys, or maybe that's a hint in ape. and of itself. Is it chimp? Is it ape? No. <laughs> is it chimp? Why is it a trick? A chimpanzee and a chimp are the. A chimp is the sort of the. <laughs> that's why. That's why I thought you were maybe saying. That's why you said it was. I know, but that's why I thought you said it was a trick question. <laughs> it's not even a. Tr- it's not really a trick question, but it's just sort of like, oh, okay. Give me a second. <laughs> I feel like. Can we have a hint? Uh, I mean, I already told you. It, um, there is one in the Jungle Book. Is it Great Ape? No. All right, man. If, when you say great ape, what do you picture in your head? <laughs> I don't fucking know. An orangutan? A gorilla? <laughs> like, you're going to picture one of them. Yeah. yeah. A silverback gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it a little? I don't know. Tell me. It's, it's, it's I'd say it's physically the weakest out of all of them. That's what I was going to say. I was okay. like, is it a little one? Like a little great ape? It's, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, it's like a Diddy Kong. No, because when they're standing up, they're probably taller than bonobos or chimpanzees. And a ring. I feel like I know what it is. 
Damn. We all know what it is. But physically the weakest. I don't know what it is. It's definitely not something you've never heard of. All right, tell me. You give up? Yeah. Humans. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> ah, fuck my life. We are a great ape, my friend. Nice. Of, of Good course. job, Jamal. Jesus Christ. He yeah, got all yeah, those. Yeah, he got the he got the bonobo, <laughs> which is our closest relative. Um they are uh as opposed to chin I think actually maybe chimpanzees might be closer, but I got Richard are, Dawkins on that shit. But bonobos are closer to our I don't know Genome. makeup. We didn't like and here's a common misconception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't evolve from any one of these. We didn't evolve we have from a chips. common ancestor. We all we have a common ancestor with them. Yeah. So it's not like there was chimpanzees and then a fucking offshoot. Some of them became Yeah, an humans. offshoot came yeah. human. It's like, no, there was diff- a different ape that then some of them went on to be humans, some of them went on to be chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. Um, but bonobos are interesting because where chimpanzees are very violent and they'll fuck each other up and go to war, mm-hmm. um, bonobos fuck nonstop. They're like the most sexual fucking creature <laughs> on the planet. Like so they, the they greet each other by like jacking each other off like <laughs> hundreds of times. Did they say that in the, the book? Yeah. He talks a lot about sex in general yeah. and like homosexuality and how it appears and manifests in the animal kingdom and all this yeah. stuff. It's interesting. Um, but yeah. They greet each other by jacking each other. They do. <laughs> there are lots of fellatio. Okay. They'll fuck every really? family member. Really? Lots of yep. Oral I didn't sex. realize There's, that I mean, other everything. animals did the fellatio. Oh, he goes into deep about <laughs> fellatio and kind of lingus about <laughs> which animals do it. Like there's, it's you'll be like what, <laughs> what, and, and the other things that are just ways of friction that things do. I think there's there there was a case an instance where a dolphin wrapped like an electric eel around its dick. <laughs> ways of friction ways that of things friction do. Ways of friction that things do. Jordan's super comfortable right now. <laughs> I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'll talk about this all the time. It's it's fascinating. Um, all right. Uh, I can't think of any other examples other than the, <laughs> the electric. Wait, deal. say that one. Say that again. I was too caught up on your phraseology. Oh, well, a, a dol- there's a case where a dolphin had wrapped an electric eel around its schlong. So it's mm. just for and did it pledge. get electrocuted or he didn't go into great detail. It's just almost like a boom fact okay. roast, and then <laughs> uh, like isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. But that will be. I'm trying to think. I should have wrote more fun facts. I didn't. I expect you guys to be this interested, and in and I feel like you guys are like this. Love is it. Fun. Get the book then. I don't want to exhaust the book. The Book of Humans. I Adam have Lutherford. the book. I'm talking to our listeners. Oh, I see. Our many, many listeners. Um, after that, I read Fahrenheit 451. Oh, interesting. Mm. I've not read that one since uh, high school. You told me it was very short. It is short. And all I remember is that it's... L- let me see how right I am. Can I do this? Do it. Okay. So Fahrenheit 451 is about a dystopian future in which there's restrictions on books, like book banning, and they go through and, like, burn books. hmm That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. That's the premise. Like censorship. Fucking. 
dystopian books are out i've never read it books are out loud and and firemen don't exist anymore because because uh houses are now fireproof in the future there's no need for them so instead of being firemen they are now firemen yeah in which they they set fire to people's books they go and if anybody has been reported of having books they'll Mm -hmm. go in and burn the fuck out of them uh now we got to watch the movie and fahrenheit 451 it doesn't matter if it's true they say in the book but someone told the author ray bradbury that that's the temperature at which like he called the firemen or something Mm -hmm. and, and they told him that that's the temperature at which books burn is 451 degrees and he just ran with it. He's, he didn't like fact check or anything. He's, he's, I don't know if it's true or not. At which paper burns? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to like put it in an oven, put like a book not in just an oven. like yeah, oh. not it would just ignite. set a flame to it. Okay. Self ignite. Like I don't understand. Like you would have to assume that a flame itself is hotter than 451 degrees. Sure. Because if right. it wasn't, it wouldn't burn the book. <laughs> okay. All right. We can test it. We can do a little. I think we should. I think we should take all the book. We should burn Fahrenheit 451. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. It was good, but it's it was a lot shorter than I thought. Um, the book, it, it's it's a uh, sort of deceiving because there's like halfway through the book, it just starts to be a like chat with Ray Bradbury and lots of like history on the writing of the book and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a special edition of the book where there's lots of like bonus content at the end. <laughs> and so I didn't expect the book to end basically when I'm like halfway through yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, this is the end of the book. And now it's just all bonus content. <laughs> so it was only like 150 pages, four chapters, Shout long chapters. But yeah. Um, or no, it was only three chapters, I think. Yeah. Short story. Not really. I mean, it's, is that? I don't know what the cutoff is. I don't either. It's like a novella. But it's good. It's good. Novello, Ravello. Good reminder. You shouldn't censor things. People need books. You can't just like mindlessly throw, like in this book, like the government just like feeds people with just mindless entertainment Mm -hmm. to just, so they never have to think about anything sad or anything. 90 day fiance before the 90 days. When people mm-hmm. die, they just fucking throw their bodies and like don't eat. There's no funerals. Oh, it's just like never, never be sad. Everyone's yeah. happy. It's like why would you? Why would we want to go back to books where people were like it introduces like people like thinking too much and now that causes problems. Yeah. So it's like just be happy all the time. So it's like there's this like pent up. I'm sold. Angst that is amongst the main character and people. Um. And they don't even know why. It's like, what's going on? We're supposed to be happy. And it's like, for some reason, there's like anger. Yeah. So it's good. I recommend. Next book I read, uh, Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Nig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's NG. I don't know how you... There's a lot Nig. of... Um, why would you not say Nig? Because it's not how you say it. It's just not. You know, like <laughs> in all those Vietnamese... <laughs> documentaries and Don't stuff my bubble man like it's like all their names are like ng like they all start that way yeah it's probably like and n- it's like a y no, sound or something like a no like a yeah yeah i don't know anyway ng how, how would you pronounce that jamal <laughs> ng 
Yeah. That's the whole thing? Yes. The last name is just N-G. Yeah, yes. She's an Asian woman. Asian. Uh, ing. Mm. Mm. Just mm. not ing, but just ing. <laughs> okay, but let's be real. It's nig. <laughs> oh, for sure, nig. So let's nig. 100% nig. Uh, this is a book about a family whose daughter, oldest daughter, who's the middle child in the book. There's two two girls, one boy of the family. It's <laughs> a weird way to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> She could, she dies in a lake, and and so the book when it first starts, I was a little worried that this was going to be one of those like whodunits, yeah, of like oh a girl dies in the beginning of the book, and it's like let's let's go on a journey of like interrogating people and finding out more information and the twists and turns. I was like, this story's been told nine thousand times, mm-hmm. but it's more about surprisingly the it's way better than that it's it's just about the family and their relationships and it's like flashbacks and just like the relationships in the family and uh i mean it's a fictional story it's not yeah like a fucking true story she also wrote um little fires everywhere i don't know what that is uh i'm familiar with this person at all it was just on her bookshelf and I decided I was going to read it before we got our latest set of books. And once I decide I'm going to read something, I go through with it. Right. Little Fires Everywhere, Reese Witherspoon, and... She wrote it? Nope. With Nig? It's a TV show now. <laughs> we see commercials for it all the time. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Thought you would uh, know Big Little Lies is what you're thinking of. Nope. Similar, though. <laughs> Very similar, similar vibe. Carrie Washington? that her name she is uh scandal right yes yeah she is also in it um anyways it's it's good i mean it's not like it's not really up my alley of kind of book Mm -hmm. but it's it's good it's good i like books that really make you care about the characters one of the main characters her older brother is named nathan (laughs) but they shorten it they only call him in the book N-A-T-H. Not Nate. What? They call him Nath. 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 So that kind of trips me up while I'm reading it. Like, just call him. Why wouldn't you just sure. call him Nate? Why don't There's you already call an abbreviation. Nate? So that right. makes me mad. Nate. Let's call him Nath. Especially if it's a, it's a fictional story. So she made up the names. She's going to make these people call him right. Nate. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That she's, was a little irritating. She's not yeah. from America, you know. Yeah, but she knows. She fucking knows. I think she is from America. I, I, I don't actually know. <laughs> I think she was born. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are the three books I read. Nice. Cranking. Good I'm job. Now, I'm proud of you. Yeah. And I'm now reading, I've just begun the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. I'm on book one. Ooh, ooh, I bought you those for your B day. Yeah. Dipping in, dipping in. Hopefully I'm enjoying that shit because there's seven of them and that's a lot of reading to do. All right, Morgan, what do you got? Cooking Corner? Do you got anything? You got anything? Uh, we've been, yeah, I mean, we've mostly been eating takeout and eating out at restaurants. Oh, yeah, we got Postmates. So we did get Postmates. We're going to get Postmates again because we did the whole, you know, refer a friend and get $25 off. 
so exciting nice. that we can get delivery here. Um, we've since living in Denver have never gotten anything delivered. The because... selection is a little disappointing. Okay. Like not like we at first. I don't think we've really like. We haven't dived that deep, I guess. But yeah. like, we tried. We first ordered, uh, the from a pizza spot. We went through the whole order, and then thirty minutes later, they were like, "Oh, we canceled this because the restaurant's not accepting orders right now." This I was is like, just on Friday. Mm. I mean, we ordered Indian food. We ordered pierogies. We've ordered. That's true, but that wasn't on Postmates. Yeah, it was. The Indian food. Yes. I thought that was DoorDash. No. Nope. Oh, there's 9,000 of these. I have no idea. I only did it on mine because by me buying it, it gave Morgan the $25 credit for, for one week. Me. So we have so to find Morgan's another. taking it over from this point on. Find another place. I might just get more pierogies. I thought those were good. Those are right. They're on par with the dumplings that we got from this Chinese spot, which most of the food that we got from this latest Chinese spot, we're not going to eat there again. No. Pretty, pretty Pretty blah. not good. But it's it was a- fine. I mean, lo mein, you can't really like, you can't. Right, but that's almost, it's a I salty, resent it. Sweet I resent that Chinese sauce. food. So many Chinese food restaurants are like, people will fucking eat this. Like, yeah. it's the same as, it's Garbage the same food. as, it's the same everywhere. It's just like, this fucking run of the mill. Oh, everyone's just, like has fucking fine-tuned their taste buds to recognize this as in the realm of Chinese. And it's really, it really just fucking gut punches the ability to have like a fucking good Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like every other Asian, it's like, no, this is the best Thai. This is the best Asian. Vietnamese. Chinese food is like, we're getting Chinese. Who gives a fuck where? Yeah, so it's exactly. Like, so it's yeah. like, yeah. To me, it's I resent that. What the, what happened? It's okay. Okay. To me, I just resent that it's like, okay, like we're just gonna give you money and you're gonna get food and like I feel like they don't put the care and the love into their food and I want to. Oh, find, they definitely don't. Yeah, I, I want to find the Chinese restaurant that does. I do miss. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. The place that I used to get hot and sour soup from off of Folker uh, when I lived on Folker Street mm-hmm. off of Tudor. I can't remember what that place was called. Yeah. Um, it had like a terrible health rating. I think it like shut down for a while because they got like shut down because they had rats in the kitchen or something. Yeah. But good that, hot and sour soup. Great hot and sour soup. And and the woman was always like, oh, sweetie. Like, blah, blah. She, like she knew me because I would almost every Saturday get hot and sour soup. That's all I would <laughs> get. They didn't give us any fortune cookies. Oh, yeah. So, fuck these people. And we ordered hot and sour soup from this place. This was Disgusting. toilet water. It was not good. It was There's not nothing good. hot and sour soup about it. It was not good. I was it really It looked like hot and sour soup. It tasted like the worst soup. It was not good at all. Yeah. I don't know what flavors that was. But, yeah. But now you are going to cook in the corner and make your own hot and sour soup. Yes, I am. But I need green onions first. Which she's made many times. And mm-hmm. I'm a fan of it. Yeah. Morgan makes a good one. But it's not as good as from the place. Yeah, we'll have to keep looking for a restaurant here that makes it good hot and sour. But my mom used to always—that's what she would always order from Chinese restaurants—was hot and sour soup. That's how I got on that kick. Yeah, it's good. What do you order from a Chinese food place, Jamal? What do you usually I like, get on uh, Postmates? I like a beef and broccoli. Beef and broccoli. Whoa. That's okay. what. Uh, no, that's what Bill Burr gets. <laughs> yeah. Beef and broccoli. Bill Burr talks about how like the best Chinese food is in Boston. 
Mm-hmm. But that place it. he talks hmm. about is in New York. And he's like, when I was really poor living in New York, I would call up as like number one Chinese or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hi, hi, this is number one. <laughs> <laughs> beef, and, beef and broccoli. <laughs> beef and broccoli. <laughs> yeah. So now he's, yeah, he says it's that fucking he, delicious. he can only pronounce broccoli that yeah, way. Broccoli. Um, <laughs> so you, you get a beef and brock. Interesting. I don't like beef from Chinese. I do. Restaurants. If it's going to be dirt food, I think right. the beef. I think, the beef. And I'm already, I think it's like beef I go in with the same like the expectation most. I go in with like Taco Bell tomatoes, you know? <laughs> Like uh, it's the same kind of part of my brain I'm accessing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, beef just scares me the most of all the meats. So, like, I was telling Jordan, I wish I'd gotten veg vegetarian lo mein, vegetable lo mein. Um, but aside from that, I'll go with shrimp typically. Yeah, but it's just mm. like when you're talking about dirt. I food. do like shrimp fried rice. Mm. I do like like a pork lo mein now and I again. I made fried rice last week yeah that was good yeah good cut corners um that is gonna do it for the podcast unless you guys have anything else that i, I do want to say um i watched a couple movies i want to throw them out there real Hell quick yeah um oh. i watched anomalisa to f- finish off the main charlie kaufman flicks uh with elliot while he's here it was one of the last things we watched before he left Nope. Um, and then with the whole family, we all watched Brigsby Bear. <gasps> My favorite movie. BB. And, and I told him, I told him, and everybody loved it. Um, and it was, it, it was, it was quite, quite the hit. No, quite they hadn't seen hit. it. Nope. Oh man, that's a great movie. Super yeah, good. It's, it's great. Movie rental of the week, Briggs B. Bear. I'm pretty sure we've done that before, but we've had to have. But do it again. Um, it's your favorite movie, Morgan. What's what with the what's the beef? What's, what's the beef and broccoli? Broccoli. Uh what should we order from Postmates <laughs> this week? I was thinking donuts. I was thinking a dozen donuts. That is I am off sugar. <laughs> Speaking of which, when we ate at this restaurant, we got a dessert, right? Which I haven't had sugar in a while. Like I've had like a bowl of cereal here and there, but like I haven't had like that's what I'm gonna have for dinner. That sounds dirty. Like, yeah, anything that's like can- I haven't had candy, I haven't had anything pastry desserty. Um, mm-hmm. But we got this. What was it? Toffee. Toffee cake. Toffee cake with ice cream on it, and I ate that. I mean, let me tell you, gun powder gas. I had it, it was, was oh so bad. The biome, I the to, biome in my gut. I mean, I was like genuinely shifted. upset <laughs> last night. Like I was like, she I can't that. sleep in this room. Like you're gonna make me puke. It it's stinks so disgusting. bad. I've never had that experience with you before. Left and just how were you feeling, Jordan, about that? Were do you think it was funny? Were you, were you having a good time with it? Were you feeling a little insecure? How, how, <laughs> your, your, your thoughts? Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. But I mean, I don't want it. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> so, so it's both. Maybe a little both. Like, you're like, mm-hmm. ah, and then it gets to be a bit much, and you're like, God, I hope she doesn't, like, leave me. No. Oh, well, that's not a concern, I would hope. Yeah. I mean, yeah, insecurity isn't the right word. I wouldn't say, like, I'm proud. 
Like it's like I'm like fuck. Like it's kind of like it's funny for a little while and then you're ready for it to be over. And then it gets it gets old. It's like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not over really like sorry. I'm not like trying to like. I hope she doesn't notice. I hope she doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm very vocal. Like holy fuck, I'm super sorry. This is bad. <laughs> no, I am <laughs> like this is and I I just kept saying this is not okay. And then I try to tell her this is her fault. She's made me eat this dessert and like it. It's got to be the dessert. It's the combination of the of the dessert and just the quantity of food. Like, yeah, I don't all think the we steak. pegged out that hard. I haven't eaten steak in a year. Yeah, yeah different kinds of steak, and well, then the following I mean, morning eating leftover I mean, Brussels sprouts, like all those super salty. Yeah, I was about Brussels to say, sprouts. like, I feel like the Brussels sprouts on that initial evening probably had a big part in that, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It wasn't until the next day that after we ate all those Brussels sprouts, it's probably mostly the Brussels sprouts to be honest, but it was the smell that was just an unfit, like never been a part of me. Like it's, that's why I feel like not eating sugar is almost like flush. And I have a whole new, Mm -hmm. I didn't have setup of bacteria that's happening. Cause it was like, Oh, I got a new scent now and it's not good. It is. It is. It it was real bad. Um, like it smelled like fireworks, like fart fireworks is what it it smelled like. No, I would not. I had a few later. That something's burning. I, I had a few later where I was yeah, really I mean, yeah, had a chance like to gun, really gunpowder. It. it was gunpowder, <laughs> is what it was. It was it was vomit inducing. But that butt powder. Um, we did get like five meals out of the Chinese food. I will say. Yeah, because it's you don't want either very up. much of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not delicious. Um, so were we gonna talk about the plot against America or no? I mean, we can't. We haven't finished it yet. We haven't so finished it. it. We're watching a new show called The Plot Against America. It's HBO. TBD. We'll tell you more about it later. I personally, individually, am rewatching The Jinx. Oh yeah, you're almost done watching The Jinx. Oh wow. On the rewatch. Yep. You because recommend finished, it on the rewatch. I do. I finished Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, and so now I'm in a murder vein. Mm. Oh yeah. Speaking of, while we're on, on that vein, um. We've been watching um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, Michelle McNamara's fucking story. <laughs> so What is it called? I'll Be Gone in the Dark. It's on HBO. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah, it's about I've not heard her. It. It's about her. I think we I talked think about, mentioned it. about yeah, we mentioned it. I guess. Um, it's mm. about her going in looking into the east area rapist who then became the fucking whatever original night stalker and then she deemed him the golden Golden state State killer Killer. and then she was Patton oswalt's wife who then tragically oh right right passed away um and then uh they went and finished her book her book that she was in the middle of writing about the golden state killer and Anyways, it was just that whole story. It goes into her personal life. It goes into the Golden State Killer. It goes into the victims, talking to all the victims that the Golden State Killer raped but didn't kill, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ear arms. Let me just say this. This latest episode, I think it was the best one yet. It kept me the most engaged. But up until then, I was getting a little bit turned off on it. First of all, the opening title sequence Terrible. It's fucking cheap looking. Like usually, like HBO mm. usually has very long intros, but some of them are very good. Yeah, they're just long, you know. Mm-hmm. But this one, it's like it looks like "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it's really bad. And the song font. is awful, and the song is not catchy. 
And so I'm like, I don't know whoever chose that, but fire them. And then <laughs> I realized that with these murder shows, like I, cause some of them I'm into, some of them I'm not. And I'm realizing the ones that I feel like I'm more drawn to are ones where it's like one case where you don't know if the guy did it or not, or if he didn't do it. And a lot of it is spent in the courtroom going over the evidence. Those ones I'm really into mm-hmm. when it's just sure. like, here's a serial killer and here's where he killed this person. And this is the gruesome murder that he did here. And then this is their, the person that was raped like, over Jesus. here. You're just going yeah, through like, those lists inventory of just a terrible person. Yeah. Like that Ted Bundy one. I'm like, I don't care. Like, this is just, mm-hmm. I'm not into it. Like, or I'm not into they're like, they're definitely not as good. No. I don't like, I don't like them. It's just like, it's almost like there's too much that they're just brushing over. It's just like, and they don't like brush over it. I mean, they really tell you about it and stuff, but it's just like with those one off, I like their where they're like, look at the blood spatter. And they're like, yeah. they really just like deep dive into this one thing. And it's the mystery of not knowing if this person's innocent and the back and forth of like, this is really damning. But then there's like another piece of evidence. Yeah. that's like, wait, no, maybe, maybe not. So that's why the jinx is so good. Cause that's, that's what the jinx is. Dude, the jinx is might be the best one. First of all, I had forgotten that just out of the blue, fucking Robert. Blue water. Blue water. Robert (laughs) Durst goes, like, through effort to get in touch with Andrew Drecke to have this interview. Uh Despite the advice of his lawyers. (laughs) Like, like, he is just like, nope, I just really want to do this. And I was like. Holy shit. Convinced that he, I don't know, could was would be able to clear his name by doing that. I don't even know. It's very bizarre. I forgot that the reason he got caught after he went on the run from the murder in Galveston is because he stole a $6 sandwich from a it's grocery like store. Yeah. Uh-huh. He had $35,000 in the car. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then... When all the little things start to add up like that, it almost feels like he wanted to get caught. Well, that's what they say. Yeah. But they also say this is a guy who walked through life doing whatever he wanted. Right. So maybe that's where he gets his thrill. Like, I'm going to, like, really walk on the razor's edge here. Yeah. I mean, fuck up. It's like, Jesus. And then uh, I forgot how incredible the whole Galveston case is the one where they actually have like so he's wanted for his wife's you know there's suspicions about his wife's disappearance from from a million years ago and then his friend uh Susan Berman in LA pretty sure he you know Mm -hmm. they're pretty sure he killed both those people but can't prove it they're he definitely definitely killed this person in texas and gets off on self-defense like yeah like admits to dismemberment (laughs) of this body the story that is weaved in his defense like and 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 they talk to the uh like the da and stuff and the prosecutors and they're like they're like yeah when we heard the jury laugh like we were because they were like laughing about him dressing up as a woman and going to walmart and getting a handbag Mm. And they're like, they have humanized this man who dismem- who, who, who cut 
yeah. this yeah. guy and feeds self-defense cut the body parts off this person right like what but then yeah. but but it's texas too you know so they're all like mm-hmm. we kill people who enter yeah. our homes if anything goes and uh and right. and they harp on the end of like um this is not about dismember like dismemberment is not a crime without murder or whatever like right it's mm. it's on it's on which seems weird well, I can I can see myself like yeah. in in a tussle. Someone's trying to kill me, and then well, I, you kill them back. I kill them back. Kill them back. Boom, boom. Yeah. Self defense. And then I see right. their dead body laying there. Now but I'm you thinking, need to call the cops. No, no. no I see their dead body laying there. I think I kind of want to chop those parts off. I yeah, take start the, cutting them off. The, he and not only that, not, he like especially he like, if it's not illegal at that point to do it. Why not? Why he not cuts just cut the some skin <laughs> and then pulls back all the muscle because like he has to really like cut. I mean, it is not an easy. Anyway, yeah. it's fucking bananas. Physically, the artist. Fucking <laughs> bananas. Mentally easy. Physically, just very, very hard. To <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> just really insane. Um. Anyway, and so, yeah, I have one more episode left, and it's just he is a fucking weirdo. <laughs> uh, is he behind? behind Watch bars American uh, American Vandal. I was talking with. Ian and Nicole about American Vandal the other day. Just throw that that out there. American oh. Vandal is great. Um, Dylan, in, his name's Dylan, right? Yeah. The fucking the the idiot. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. He's in Bad Education. Also, oh, plays word, an idiot. okay. Yeah, also plays a dummy. <laughs> He's great in American Vandal. So fun. It's a great, yeah, great show. American Vandal, highly recommend. Have you seen the second season? Yeah. Word. Have the first we? season's better, but the second season is still yeah. good. Have we seen the second season? Yeah. That's the poop one. Oh. The basketball player. Yep. Okay. Yep. He I plays the it. violin every yep. time he makes a shot. <laughs> the pretend violin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, great show. Highly recommend. Sorry, Jamal, to interrupt your flow of what you've been watching. Is that it? That's all you got? That's everything. That's everything. Word up. And I haven't been watching American Metal. It just came up. I will say, and then I'm done. I'm sorry. The Jinx <laughs> intro is fucking dope. Yeah. It is Dude, I've been singing. I've been, I've been, I've been wooing around the house, and Jordan was like, what happened? And I was like. Sounds like you're yelping. Yeah. And I was like, nope, just sing. Just singing the jinx. <laughs> Today, for some reason, the uh, the Grizzly Man end song popped in my head, and I was singing it. I'll, uh... Gosh, what a great movie. Fucking dope. Amazing. Classic. All right. Uh, thanks everybody right. for listening. This has been Reed Fellas. Please email us at readfellas.gmails.com if you have anything you want to tell us. Uh, vote on the um, reading segment. Yeah, and which we will keep. And and thank you guys for letting me be honest about my feelings and coming full circle. Of around. course. I feel like I was very vulnerable on the podcast today. Yeah, that's what that's what that was. It was, it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> we'll talk through it all. That's what we do. Okay. 
If no you want to vote no for who's the worst turn. person on no the podcast, you don't have to. We all know it's me. <laughs> it's already been said on this podcast. <laughs> all right. I'm going to quit talking. I'm going to put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. One of them catwalk spinners that be swirling like dervishes. So many modeling agencies and services if you think about dabbling. But beware of certain agencies that are just on wraps for human trafficking. But don't be scared. You'll be dazzling European to African. You're my